Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in. Got an interesting podcast for you as usual. We're going to be talking about misleading terms. Hawaii villas or bungalows. This is kind of a pet peeve for me. They call some of the accommodations here villas and bungalows and they're anything but one of those so we're going to talk about that i'm going to help clarify this for you as we get through the big show of course this podcast is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody that doesn't know anything about booking a hawaii vacation it's a different kind of podcast we're in hawaii we're hawaii's experts and you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com or just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook. We've got a great Facebook page, so get over there. Also on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, and Threads. Those are the social media verticals we work, so we'd love to hear from you there. Or you can just email me personally, bruce at hawaii-aloha.com. But the best way to get started is to just get over to one of our vacation planning tools that we have on our website, Fill that information out and we're going to get right back, you know, right back to you with some information and start the process of building this Hawaii vacation for you. Because I know that you're researching and you want to get the most bang for your buck. You want to really do it right. So that's all we do here. So come on, give us a call. We're a local business. We're trying to survive here in this economy against all these big corporations. So Take advantage of uh, what we have to offer, the personal service and the expert tips that we have, because we live here. You know, this is all we do is Hawaii vacations. All right, let's get to it. We're having beautiful weather. You know, we set the clock. Hawaii doesn't have uh, daylight savings time. So everything now is an hour earlier for us on the mainland. So, and it just seems like it coincides with the change of season. You know, we're starting to get into the time where we're not having the really, really hot weather. We just kind of got out of that. And now we're having those cool trade winds. It's a little cooler here and it's a beautiful time to be visiting here. So if you're planning on coming here in the next few days or so, in the next week or so, I think you're going to have a beautiful vacation. We're coming into the final stretch here. Can you believe it of the year? And it has been so, I mean, there's just been so much happening. You know, you just never know what you're going to get when you're in my business. Every day we wake up to something new. So that's what makes it fun. And that's what makes it challenging as well. So please, uh, you know, think about all this as you're planning your Hawaii vacation. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about was this idea of the concept of villas and bungalows, you know, for the most part, and I would say that pretty much across the board in Hawaii, we don't have, quote, villas and bungalows and cottages that you would kind of have in your mind when you're thinking about other destinations. Because I had a client that called me just the other day, kind of prompted me to do this podcast because he was comparing, you know, what he was seeing in like Bora Bora or New Zealand or some of these other destinations and trying to compare that with Hawaii and and trying to get accommodations along those lines. And whenever I hear that, you know, I have to kind of go on an education type of uh, journey with folks. And, uh, you know, sometimes they believe me, sometimes they don't. But if you do your own research, you're going to find that 
what I'm telling you here is pretty much the way it goes down in Hawaii with regard to villas and bungalows. Because when you when you hear the term villa or you hear the term bungalow, what comes on uh, into mind? You know, it kind of you have an image most people think of as like separate accommodations. There's going to be more privacy. There's going to be maybe a little bit more room, maybe a couple of floors. But really villas, when you think about the definition of a villa, if you look it up, and I did before we went on the uh, onto the podcast here, is they're typically larger and even considered a home that's more luxurious and a bungalow is usually kind of a single story home with a with one level uh sometimes they're raised structures you know over the water like when you think of that bora bora or new zealand or maldives or some of these other places where they have bungalows over the water that's what people think of when they hear that term bungalow or if they hear the term villa this is what they're kind of expecting in your mind and i i think this this happens with with a lot of people and i get it too and that's why it's important to understand what a real villa is and what a real villa is when it comes to hawaii because the truth is in hawaii the term villas and bungalows don't quite you know align with the conventional definitions that i was just talking about because these words conjure up those kind of images that we're talking about where it's going to be, you know, you're in a tropical paradise and, you know, that sort of thing. But for Hawaii, these terms are mostly associated with condominiums, vacation rentals, and resort-style accommodations that kind of, I don't know, kind of gives you a taste of the Hawaiian experience with with a little more in the way of your accommodations but not necessarily kind of like the opulence or, you know, that you might be envisioning. So let's give you some examples of villas or bungalows that you might be hearing about in Hawaii. And let's set the record straight on some of them, because I think this is where it all begins. It all begins with the interwebs, right? Because people are searching, they're getting out there, they're going, oh, I want a, I want a villa, I want a bungalow, I want a... Another thing that comes up a lot, I don't want to be around people, you know, I mean, I don't want to be around people and be in Hawaii is, you know, it's an oxymoron. I mean, you just, it's very difficult to, to be in a remote experience in the middle of Hawaii, like you're in, you know, a exotic destination where there's, there's nobody around. I mean, that's just crazy. So here are some examples. I mean, one of the first ones that, you know, you, a lot of people hear about is because there's, you know, and, and keep in mind, I'm not dissing and I'm, I understand marketing. I mean, you know, you, you have these buzzwords that kind of get people excited. You know, for instance, like all inclusive, that's a, that's a buzzword, buzzwords rather in the industry. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're really going to have all-inclusive because obviously in Hawaii, we don't have all-inclusive resources. We go, we, we've talked about that ad nauseum and there's just, I have so much information out there about all-inclusive packages for Hawaii. But you hear these terms, 
I think that they're kind of a little bit overused, and I actually think they're kind of misleading in a way. And I, I'm going to use the Royal Lahaina Beach and Beach Hotel and Bungalows. I adore this property. Don't get me wrong. I love the Royal Lahaina. I love the people of the Royal Lahaina. I've been booking the Royal Lahaina since since I've started in this business. It is a great property, and it's one of our go-to properties when we're talking about getting the most bang for your buck in sort of a, a little bit better price range. Uh, so, so it's important, though, to understand and that the bungalows at quote bungalows at at the Royal Lahaina Hotel are really not bungalows. Basically, these bungalows are studio rooms in one building, and they have four, I think, four separate studio rooms. Now, these rooms can be connected to kind of give you more room, kind of give you a feel of more, but. If I was going to label what those, quote, bungalows are there, I would say they're more like cottages in a way. They're more like cottages with rooms in them. But, you know, it sounds so much better, doesn't it? You know, I mean, bungalow, you know, it's, and, and I, you know, I almost, I almost, I did call them and I did tell our BDM for that hotel. I said, are we really going to be, because when they renamed the Royal Lahaina, they used to just be the Royal Lahaina Resort. They renamed it the Royal Lahaina Beach Hotel and Bungalows. Because what? It's a marketing thing. It's, it just sounds better. You call something a bungalow and right away, uh, you know, maybe people are, are going to be are going to be more inclined to book or more inclined to have a vision of what that experience it is. Another another example of of this are uh, on Maui. I know Maui has a lot of them. <laughs> I just have to say, I'm going to give you some examples of of Maui ones. But the Kaanapali Villas. I mean, come on. If you go look at the Kaanapali Villas, they're essentially condos. Maybe some of the units have you know like a loft or something, which might be where this concept of villas is coming from. I'm not sure. Uh, another one, like on the big island, you know, they have the the fairway villas, the Connolly villas. All of those are just, you know, they're condominium complexes that exist on golf courses. So it's really, you know, to me, a giant stretch to be thinking about these properties as villas or bungalows or anything other than what they are, which are condominiums. And I guess it's just, it's just sexier to call them something that they're not. But let's go over some of them because in case you're out there or you're working with us and you want to know for sure, uh, let, let, let's talk about it. Here's some of the, uh, some of the other ones uh, on, on each of the islands. I'm going to just pick a few on each and then say villa or no villa. <laughs> let's play that. Villa or no villa. First out, Kauai. The Kaloa Landing is, is, is promoted very often in villas. They're not villas in the sense that you would think. They're very spacious. They do have two floors. They do have some lofts in there. But Kaloa Landing is one of those offenders too. The uh, Kalani Pu'u Villas, not villas, condominiums over on Kauai in the Kalapaki area where uh, the Hyatt is. I mean, where the Maria, well, not Maria, it's the Sonesta now. Uh, the villas at Poipu by either Wyndham or the Kauai Beach Villas are not villas. I'm sorry. They're just not. They're perfectly fine properties. But, you know, when I'm educating people and talking to them about it, I tell them, you know. Also, the the Westin Princeville Resort Villas, again, not villas. To me, a villa to be a villa, it's got to be really private. It's got to have a lot of separation and a lot more room. 
Now on Oahu, a couple of couple of ones that you're going to see is the Disney Alani villas are not villas. I'm sorry, they're just not. They're condominium bigger rooms. Same with the Koolina Beach Club villas. Those are out on the Eva side. Oahu doesn't have too many offenders of this. I don't see a lot of Oahu uh, properties calling villas, you know, condominiums that are that are suddenly called villas or bungalows, whatever you want to call them. Over on Maui, just a ton on Maui, uh, them using that term a lot on Maui. Uh, the Kanapali Villas, the Wailea Beach Villas, the Kapalua Villas, the Maui Bay Villas, uh, several of them. You know, on, on the Big Island, I mentioned a couple, the, the Big Island Colony, uh, the Colony Villas, the Waikaloa Beach Villas, the Fairway Villas. All of these are just really condos. They're in, they're on golf courses. So they really, they really are. It's really a stretch to, to be uh, using this kind of nomenclature, if you will. But that being said, it's not impossible to come up with a true villa experience in Hawaii. There are lots of them here that I would say fall into the category, but be prepared to spend extremely large amounts of monies for these things. Um, here's a few examples of what I would call actual villa, uh, villas. Um, I'm not really, I, I'm not really that aware of, of, except for a couple of like bungalows that I could call bungalows. Uh, in Hawaii. First of all, let's start out in Oahu. The uh, Turtle Bay Villas, definitely villas. Those are nice. They're large. There's good separation. They still don't have, you know, like separate units, but I would put them in the category of villas, you know, just get ready to spend $1,200 a night. There are some tiki, there's a tiki moon villas up on the North Shore. This is a smaller property and they do have villas. And uh, there's the Keiki Beach Bungalows, which is also up there, uh, you know, kind of remote. These are kind of rustic kind of properties, but I have to say they do fall into the category of villas or bungalows. So those are two that you could, you could, uh, you know, we could get for you or you can, you can, you could research on your own on Maui. Fairmont Kealani villas there. Those villas are, I would I would say, spacious, beautiful. They have their own pool, you know, their own private pool, good separation, Lots of rooms. You can get three bedroom villas there that are are, are very adequate. Same with the Ondas Maui. These are all you know thousands and thousands of dollars a night though. The Montage up in Maui. I have to say that would definitely be villas. I was I would almost call those uh, accommodations uh, private homes practically. The Mount Alani Villas on the Big Island. Um, I mean, staying with Maui, um, the Lu, uh, the Luana on Maui. Uh, definitely those are villas and they're very nicely separated, but they're not on the ocean. The uh, Ho'ole at the Grand Wailea, again, these are separate condos. I would put them in the villa range, but all super expensive, high end. You know, most of us can't nearly afford this kind of stuff. Over on the Big Island, there are various individually owned villa-like properties. I mean, if I had to pick an island that you'd have the best shot at, to get this kind of experience, it would be the Big Island. And there's just too many of these uh, to really go into, but there are a lot there that I would consider um, privately owned villas that are either on the beach or in the beach. I'm not sure whether a lot of them are legal or not, but we have a couple of on our, on our list that we might be able to help you with.
If you're interested, just, uh, you know, give me a call or drop me an email. Also, the Mount Alani Villas are definitely true villas. And the uh, Hualale at the Four Seasons has some beautiful separation of uh, villas. Also here, actually, you know, actually, I want to say on Oahu, also over at the Kahala, they have villa-like um, suites that are right on the beach there. If you got the money, you know, anything is possible, I guess, if you got a lot of money, right? So hopefully this straightens it out. I've gotten this out off of my chest finally, telling people that really be careful. Whenever you see villa or bungalow or cottage, any of those, key, you know, buzzwords, make sure that you check with me or you really research whether or not that's really what you're, you know, what you're getting, if you're coming to Hawaii and you're booking those kinds of accommodations. All right, that'll do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling. No, don't forget to check out our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. And we'll see you next time. Don't forget we do this podcast every week. And please check us out. You'll be very happy that you did. All right, that's going to do it. We'll see you next time and aloha and mahalo.